I got her again every time. 100% success rate here in the Yawn Gang. Hashtag Yawn Gang if I got you guys. That's going to be a thing, I promise. Anyways, uh, are you guys ready to learn about the Bible today? Honey, are you ready to learn? Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. I mean, are are you ready to learn about what's in the Bible, really? Oh, well, I mean, I'm going to summarize it, and then we can all just go home. And okay. It's definitely going to be word for word what you're going to say in this sure. podcast. Right. I'm, I'm sure that it, because that's how it happens every time. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so in case you guys don't remember, last time Edom, Arabia, and Tyre were on the raw dog list. And Hezi took over Judah from Ahaz and rewrote the rule book in God's dicklick in favor. Oh my god, we had raw dog and a dicklick in within a minute of the start of this podcast. Oh my god. (sighs) Well, now the Philistines are on the raw dog list. The poor Phillies are going to be fine, but those roots in fucking Philistine, they're going to get fucked. Babylon is getting the spiky dick of God next. It's got a cat. He might be. I mean, all cats think they're gods, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't have a cat. And God's spiky dick has hired mercenaries to fuck up the Babylonians. Uh, God is going to make everyone give birth, even the men. Basically, God is going to turn into Voss and shut off all the lights and then have some fun with Babylon. Men are going to get fucked. God's going to have every man killed. You know, it's funny you say that like that. Men are going to get fucked because so are women. <laughs> Babies are also going to die by God's order. He, they are going to be cut into pieces. This is his last resort. <laughs> Anyone that flees like a bitch is going to get yeeted. They're also going to get their shit stolen. <clears throat> Wives are going to get fucked without consent. I can't say the R word because of YouTube's policies. Thank you, YouTube. Censoring me and stuff. The army God hired is going to kill all of the children along with the babies, cutting them into pieces. Say it again. <laughs> Possibly some suffocation. You know, no breathing. <laughs> They'll probably cut their arms bleeding. <clears throat> Can we move on? <laughs> Babylon, though, is going to get dissolved like an Alka-Seltzer tablet in water. God is going to save Jacob and give him all of his own land because, of course, Jacob sucks God's cock really good. Then there's going to be a zombie apocalypse where a bunch of corpses raise up along with some graboids. I don't know if you know... What I mean by graboids. I do not. It's those big worms from Tremor. Yeah. Apparently, they're going to attack all of the leaders' houses or something. Um, Then the sons are going to die for shit that their grandfathers did. And then, for some reason, there's this weird story about a lookout who sees a chariot and who tells people about Babylon's destruction like an Alka-Seltzer tablet. So... That's what we got for today. God's going to fuck up people and cut a bunch of babies into pieces. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. What's up, heathens? How How y'all doing? So, obviously, I apparently got things wrong. (laughs) 
More so, which you guys didn't hear this, but apparently I utterly killed <laughs> KC <laughs> with the reference to um, uh, Last Resort. Last Resort by Papa Roach. <laughs> I don't know if you guys caught that. Yeah, he had to cut out like probably four solid minutes of me laughing. Yeah. Anyway, today, are you ready? Yes, the most deplorable YouTuber <laughs> on YouTube yeah. is ready. Okay. So, today we're going to talk about Isaiah 13, 14, and some of 21. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to have more prophecies against nations. If you remember last time we had some prophecies against, was it Edom, Tyre, and uh, Arabia? Mm-hmm. And then we also found out that we got a new king, Ahaz, who was horrible. If you remember, he was a horrible king. He did all kinds of bad shit in the eyes of the Lord, put up high places, worshiped other gods, took shit out of God's temple to worship other uh, gods of other nations. And so uh, he ended up dying and we got his son to replace him. And that is Hezekiah. And Hezekiah was very, very different from his father. He did good in the eyes of the Lord. And we're actually going to, next week, we're going to talk about um, all of the reforms that he made in Judah. But this week, we're going to get into some judgment against nations. We are going to go into the Philistines and then talk mostly about Babylon. Okay. So real quick, we're going to start with the judgment against the Philistines. This oracle came in the year King Ahaz died. Do not rejoice, all you Philistines, that the rod that struck you is broken. From the root of that snake will spring up a viper. Its fruit will be a darting venomous serpent. The poorest of the poor will find pasture, and the needy will lie down in safety. But your root I will destroy by famine. It will slay your survivors. What does it mean by the root? So basically by saying he's going to destroy the root... He's when you destroy the root, you destroy the branches, the leaves, the whole tree or whole plant. If you're destroying the root, it's it's basically completely destroyed. There's no coming back from that. If, okay. if you, like if you have a tree and you cut off a branch, the tree will survive most likely, right? Right. <clears throat> but if you poison the roots the okay. tree, or dig them up, the tree's going to die. Okay, so basically the philistines are going to be utterly destroyed that's what he's saying yes but the poor are going to be fine the poor and the needy will be fine okay Mm -hmm. i mean you know how the bible does they they're big into the meek shall inherit the earth right yeah it's been a theme apparently since the old testament so it's no no wonder that the bible does that too yeah Okay, so wail, O gate, howl, O city, melt away, all you Philistines. A cloud of smoke comes from the north, and there is not a straggler in its ranks. What answer shall be given to the envoys of that nation? The Lord has established Zion, and in her, his afflicted people will find refuge. So that's all against Philistine. Not really a whole lot of information or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But let's get into Babylon because this is where it gets really interesting. Oh, Babylon's going to get fucked. Yeah. So this is an oracle concerning Babylon from Isaiah. <clears throat> Raise a banner on a bare hilltop. Shout to them. Beckon to them to enter the gates of the nobles. I have commanded my holy ones. I have summoned my warriors to carry out my wrath. 
those who rejoice in my triumph. Listen, a noise on the mountains like that of a great multitude. Listen, an uproar among the kingdoms like nations massing together. The Lord Almighty is mustering an army for war. They come from faraway lands, from the ends of the heavens, the Lord and the weapons of his wrath to destroy the whole country. Now, I should probably start by telling you this. Babylon um, is now in modern day Iraq. Okay. Okay. It's about 58 miles. And I can't remember what direction, but it's about 58 miles or so from uh, Baghdad. Okay. Okay. So that's where we are. We are positioned in the world. Wail for the day of the Lord is near. It will come like the destruction from the Almighty. Because of this, all hands will go limp. Every man's heart will melt. Terror will seize them. Pain and anguish will grip them. They will writhe like a woman in labor. They will look aghast at each other, their faces aflame. Oh, yeah, that's where you're at the whole... God's going to make them all give birth kind of thing. Yeah, he actually says that this is actually used multiple times, like, I think twice in this section we're talking. They're going to talk about how they're going to compare the pain of all of the people to the pain of a woman in labor. Mm, That sucks. (laughs) Yeah. See, the day of the Lord is coming, a cruel day with wrath and fierce anger to make the land desolate and destroy the sinners within it. The stars of heaven and their constellations will not show their light. The rising sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. Which, to be fair, the moon's light is from the sun, but we won't go into that. Wait, how in the hell? Like, this seems like one of those anti-science verses because it's like the stars don't ever go out. I mean, there might be cloud cover that would cover up the stars, but that's hardly the stars going out. Right. This seems a bit fucking. (laughs) There's fuckery afoot. (laughs) I will punish the world for its evil, the wickedness for their sins. I will put an end to the arrogance of the haughty and will humble the pride of the ruthless. I will make man scarcer than pure gold, more rare than the gold of Ophir. Therefore, I will make the heavens tremble and the earth will shake from its place at the wrath of the Lord Almighty in the day of his burning anger. So is that like the entire earth is going to shake, you think? Or is it just like the earth under Babylon? Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I can't really I can't really make a determination based on this verse here. It just says, I will make the heavens tremble and the earth will shake from its place. Hmm. Okay. Well, it either means the entire planet is going to suffer an earthquake or just Babylon's going to get fucked up with an earthquake. My guess is, is that... God teabags the land around Babylon and causes a local earthquake. (laughs) Okay. Is that what you think happens? I just think this whole shit is crazy. This whole section. Mm -hmm. Like, they describe the day the Lord is coming. So, like, I feel like if you're, if you're a, especially if you're a Christian now, like, I, I understand this is Old Testament, which is part of Christianity, but when it was written, that wasn't a thing, right? Mm hmm. So I would think, though, as a as a Christian person, that the day the Lord comes would be a joyful time, right? Yeah. Rejoice. God's here. Like, God is good all the time, right? And all the time, God is good. Right. Especially when he's very into BDSM, and the only way he can get off is by utterly destroying whole civilizations. And that's the Lord coming. This took a hard left. 
<laughs> so you would think, in my mind, you would think this would be a joyful time, but it says that it's a cruel day with wrath and fierce anger and then talks about destroying people. So it's just, it's this, and this is one of the things that as I was growing up and, and learning religion and, and the Bible, this is one of the things I had a problem with because I could not square the God that had been described to me by, you know, Christians, by pastors, by priests, like this, this God that people talked about this all like loving, forgiving God, who's your father and protects you and cares for you. I couldn't square that person. Well, not person, but you know what I'm saying? I couldn't square that with what's described in the old Testament. It just did not make sense. This surely cannot be Mm -hmm. the same God, but it is. Yeah, I don't remember this as part of any Bible study that I had. I would love for my like youth pastor to have sat down and been like, and then God was like, I'm going to fuck up all your infants, cut them into pieces, and then you're going to be sorry, motherfuckers. I think kids would have been horrified. Like, I have a children, a Catholic children's Bible. This was definitely not in there. Right. Yeah, no. Um, but we're getting we're getting to the more detailed part. Okay. okay, so you ready? Like a hunted gazelle, the sheep without a shepherd, each will return to his own people. Each will flee to his native land. Whoever is captured will be thrust through. All who are caught will fall by the sword. So we've got murder, right? Mm-hmm. Which I mean, we already had a whole bunch of, but here we are specifically. Right, and this is this is what God is saying is going to happen to them because He wants it to happen to them. Right? Not only that, He wants it to happen to them; He's bringing together the armies that will come and do this to them. Mm-hmm. He hired out mercenaries. He he did. He's he has. It says earlier on. It says the Lord Almighty is mustering an army from war. They come away, or they come from faraway lands, from the ends of the heavens. The Lord and the weapons of His wrath to destroy the whole country. Yeah, and and I'm the one that's morally depraved. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have murder. Whoever's captured, we thrust through with the sword. Right. Mm-hmm. Their infants will be dashed to pieces before their eyes. So we have infanticide. Right. Their houses will be looted. So we have theft. Yeah. And their wives will be ravished. Which is a code word for. The word we are not apparently allowed to speak on YouTube. I'm glad you said something because I would I would have just said it. Yeah. Uh, Yes. uh, That would be being fucked without consent. That is fine. Okay. The R-A-E-R-R-A-P-E. Word. I was trying to sing it, but it didn't work out. <laughs> that word is a little. Yeah. Yeah. Th- no. No. Okay. So their wives will be ravished. So we have we have um, forcible sex without consent, right? Mm-hmm. O- on these women. So this is, and this is this is what God wants to happen to these people. Honestly, I think this army needs to go through some kind of like sexual harassment training. <laughs> Because, like, consent is a very big thing in that kind of training, and this army just doesn't seem like it would be... It just doesn't seem like... Honey, honey, they're cutting up babies into pieces in front of their parents. I don't... I I think... Not that I feel like this ravishing part is the least of our concerns. I'm just saying... I, I really don't think that they're they're concerned with any of these things. I just think... They are responding, and they are the weapons of the Lord's wrath. Yep. That's how mad God is at this point. He's like, I don't give a fuck. I'll cut a baby in two. 
pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Into multiple pieces right in front of the parents being like, you deserve this. Yeah. You deserve this. You deserve this because you worshiped other gods. You deserve this because you sinned against me. Mm -hmm. That's that. This is the God that they worship. This is definitely going down in my Bible app. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. So let's continue because we're not done. See, I will stir up against them. The Medes, I think, or Medes, M-E-D-E-S. I'm not sure. It's it's another group of people. No, no. They definitely don't need medics. They're just going to kill everybody. (laughs) So I will stir up against them the Medes who do not care for silver and have no delight in gold. Their bows will strike down the young men. They will have no mercy on infants, nor will they look with compassion on children. Jesus, fuck. Yeah. So he obviously does not care about that. And these are God. These are stamped God endorsed people. That are going to be doing this. I'm just wanting to drive that point home. Not only endorsed, he brought them there to yep. do it. Yeah. He specifically hired them out and brought them there. And that's that's not our interpretation. That's literally what it says right here. Gold seal of God. Isaiah chapter 13. You can look it up for yourself. Okay. Babylon, the jewel of kingdoms, the glory of the Babylonians pride will be overthrown by God like Sodom and Gomorrah. She will never be inhabited or lived through in through all generations no arab will pitch his tent there no shepherd will rest his flocks there but desert creatures will lie there jackals will fill her houses there there the owls will dwell and there the wild goats will leap about hyenas will howl in her strongholds jackals in her luxurious palaces her time is at hand and her days will not be prolonged so now this is interesting because Hezekiah became king in 715 BCE and was king until about 686 BCE. And he was a real king, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he ruled during this time, 715 to 686 BCE. Babylon was populated with Arabs um, all the way until the mid-7th century CE when it was uh, dissolved. By oh. the by, the government when Islam took over for Christianity, because so, Christianity was big in that time in that area, but when Islam started to roll through the country, that's when they dissolved Babylon. So interesting. So Babylon was inhabited until seven CE, the mid seventh century. Mid seventh century CE. Mm-hmm. Wow. Seems like the Bible got some shit wrong, guys. Yeah. So, I mean, so, I mean, well, we, we had last week, um, we, you know, we've seen already where they say that no one will live here and people do. Um, now, now Babylon is a, it's, it's classified as an abandoned ruined city. It's still there. You can go and you can see the ruins of Babylon. Um, I think the ruins were pretty well explored during the seven, 17 and 1800s. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like I said, it's only about 58 miles from Baghdad. It is there and it is currently uninhabited, but it took a very long time and it definitely didn't happen on some day when the Lord came and destroyed everything. That's not how that happened. Okay. Okay. All right. The Lord will have compassion on Jacob. Once again, he will choose Israel and will settle them in their own land. Aliens will join them and unite with the house of Jacob. Nations will take them and bring them to their own place. And the house of Israel will possess the nations as manservants and maidservants of the Lord's land. They will make captives of their captors and rule over their oppressors. 
So it's saying the Israelite people, when he takes his remnant and reestablishes them in their homeland, mm-hmm. he anyone who's been anyone who's held Israelites captive will now become this Israel's captives. Ooh. And anyone who in and they will rule over the people who formerly oppressed them. Oh, okay. Okay. So here again is God endorsing some kind of slavery? Um forced captivity. Yeah. I don't know if they're having to work. I would assume so. I mean, I would assume that they would force them to work. I don't know. I wouldn't, it wouldn't be the first time that, you know, uh, some kind of slavery was like ordained by God or mandated by God. Sure. No, I totally agree with that. It just doesn't say that here, so I don't really know. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to talk about Babylon's Satan-like fall. Satan-like fall? Um, that's what it says here. Babylon's Satan-like fall. On the day the Lord gives you relief from suffering... Oh, and this is um, Isaiah 14 is where we are right now. Okay. Okay. On the day the Lord gives you relief from suffering and turmoil and cruel bondage, you will take up this taunt against the king of Babylon. So this is, this is maybe some sort of song or (laughs) (laughs) something against the king of Babylon. Okay. To taunt him. Yeah, well, I, I I just imagine sort of like a Braveheart kind of situation where they all bend over, lift up their skirts, and like show their asses off. <laughs> I mean, maybe it, that's not described here. You know, uh, I think it might it might be jingling their dicks. I don't be like, are you circumcised? We are, and you're gonna get fucked. You know, it's not surprising you would come up with that. <laughs> Well, how else are they going to know they're like, you know, of Yahweh's persuasion? I mean, I it's guess like, that's how you know. I mean, at one point, didn't we talk about a city where they they would only let in like, yeah, Hebrews? Like for entry. Yeah. And it's like, go ahead, put your dick in the hole. We got to verify you're <laughs> circumcised. Let's check you out. <laughs> it's a weird kind of glory hole. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's let's continue. How the oppressor has come to an end, how his fury has ended. The Lord has broken the rod of the wicked, the scepter of the rulers, which in anger struck down peoples with unceasing blows and in fury subdued nations with relentless aggression. All the lands are at rest in peace. They break into singing. Even the pine trees and the cedars of Lebanon exult over you and say, now that you have been laid low, no woodsman comes to cut us down. The trees are real happy that Babylon fell, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The grave below is all astir to meet you at your coming. It rouses the spirits of the departed to greet you. All those who were leaders in the world, it makes them rise from their thrones. All those who were kings over nations, they will all respond. They will say to you, you also have become weak as we are. You have become like us. All your pomp has been brought down to the grave, along with the noise of your harps. Maggots are spread out beneath you and worms cover you. How you you have fallen from heaven, O morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth. You who once laid low the nations. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the Mount of Assembly, on the utmost heights of the sacred mountain. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. But you are brought down to the grave, to the depths of the pit. So it's kind of like these people are kind of like dancing on their graves. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird. They're celebrating 
Mm-hmm. You know, this is a, they're taunting them. Right. <laughs> Those who see you stare at you. They ponder your fate. Is is this the man who shook the earth and made kingdoms tremble? The man who made the world a desert, who overthrew its cities and would not let his captives go home? All the kings of the nations lie in state, each in his own tomb. But you are cast out of your tomb like a rejected branch. You are covered with the slain, with those pierced by the sword, those who descend to the stones of the pit." Like a corpse trampled underfoot, you will not join them in burial, for you have destroyed your land and killed your people. The offspring of the wicked will never be mentioned again. Prepare a place to slaughter his sons for the sins of their forefathers. They are not to rise to inherit the land and cover the earth with their cities. I will rise up against them, declares the Lord Almighty. I will cut off from Babylon her name and survivors, her offspring and descendants, declares the Lord. I will turn her into a place for owls and into a swampland. I will sweep her with the broom of destruction, declares the Lord Almighty. I mean, none of this would even happens until the seventh century CE common era. Well, well, and that doesn't even ha- that's not even what happens. Well, right. Yeah. So, well, I, I just meant a general destruction like this. I guess, it, it, I don't know. It just seems it just seems a little weird. This all-knowing God here seems to get some basic shit wrong. Yeah, I mean, it says that the it says that the day of the Lord is near. Now, near, I don't know what time frame he's using for near, um, but definitely did not happen well i mean you know the second coming of jesus has been coming for like oh, what God, forever yeah yeah a little less than two thousand years yeah too bad it's weird okay so now we have another um judgment on babylon and this is in isaiah 21 that was the end of uh i think 14 yeah that was the end of 14 chapter 14 so we're going to go to isaiah 21 and this is an oracle concerning the desert by the sea Uh, Like whirlwinds sweeping through the Southland, an invader comes from the desert, from a land of terror. A dire vision has been shown to me. The traitor betrays, the looter takes loot. Elam attack, media lay siege. I will bring to an end all the groaning she caused. At this, my body is racked with pain. Pangs seize me like those of a woman in labor. I am staggered by what I hear. I am bewildered by what I see. My heart falters. Fear makes me tremble. The twilight I longed for has become a horror to me. They set the tables. They spread the rugs. They eat. They drink. Get up, you officers. Oil the shields. This is what the Lord says to me. So that whole part there was Isaiah. Okay. So now he's saying what God is saying. Go post a lookout and have him report what he sees. When he sees chariots with teams of horses, riders on donkeys or riders on camels, let him be alert, fully alert. And the lookout shouted. Day after day, my Lord, I stand on the watchtower. Every night I stay at my post. Look, here comes a man in a chariot with a team of horses. And he gives back the answer. Babylon has fallen, has fallen. All the images of its gods lie shattered on the ground. O my people, crushed on the threshing floor, I tell you what I have heard from the Lord Almighty, from the God of Israel. And that's it. Hmm. So, we're- Babylon got really fucked, didn't it? <laughs> so, we're done with Babylon um, for, for this portion here. Which, I know that there's, um, I want to say that the Jews get, get sent to Babylon or something, because I know the diaspora has something to do with 
with Babylon. So I'm kind of curious as to what in the fuck that has to do with it, how the story is going to develop. So I'm I'm fairly interested in this. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see what the story brings, huh? Yeah. But next week, we're not continuing in Isaiah. Oh, no. What? Uh, not well. We're going to go back to the Game of Thrones thing with Judah and Israel. Well, with Judah, where I think we're only talking about Judah. Yeah, we're only talking about Judah next time. We'll get back to Isaiah um, the the week after that. And when we get back to Isaiah, he's going to be talking about the uh, last days, the devastation of the earth and all that. Okay? Oh, okay. So that's what we're going to get back to then. But next week, we're going to go to Judah. Okay, and we know that we have this new king, Hezekiah, and he's 25 years old when he takes over from his father, Ahaz, mm-hmm. um, well, when his father dies. And Hezekiah wants to do right by uh, the God of Abraham, you know, right. Yahweh God. He wants to do right by him. And he is upset about all of the things that his father has done. So he orders significant reforms in Judah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's basically, I mean, he's trying to save, he's trying to save them. He's trying to save them. Um, so we're going to talk about, there's a, there's a lot in here about that. We're going to have a Passover. Mm-hmm. We're going to have Passover. Um, there's going to be some people who come from Israel to Judah, right? Um, they're going to clean, they're going to clean up their act. They're going to clean up the temple. Um, they're going to reconsecrate the temple because you know we talked and i mentioned this early when we first started the podcast today that uh, from last week where ahaz took stuff out of the temple and like he deconstructed the altar took Mm -hmm. the sides off and shit and so um hezekiah is going to try to fix all of this so that's what we're going to go into next week so we're just going to have story next week uh we're not going to have um any prophecy no prophecy yeah i prefer the story anyway yeah i mean the prophecy is like it's pretty fucked up right right i think it says a lot about um who these people so it it doesn't it says a lot about who what these people think their god character is like Mm -hmm. what he's made of what he's about and it's it, it gives you a it gives you a, a view into how they see him, and this is how the prophets see him. This and and th- these are the ones that are supposedly have the you know closest connection because God talks to them, right? So they're the ones that are supposed to know him. They're the ones that are telling the Israelites about him, mm-hmm. and the things that they tell people about him and about what's going to happen. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. It's amazing to me that they still continue to follow. I guess they do. Obviously, it's done out of fear, right? Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to get fucked up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't want to get fucked up. You want to get fucked up? I mean, not like this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, if you guys want to get back on into the story, then please join us next week when we're going to go through Judah and it's Game of Thrones. <laughs> Don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Bye, heathens. Bye.